Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 206. You're checking out a weekly segment of the podcast called The Goldmine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You can get interviews and business development and marketing tips on Sundays and the goldmine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks for following along. In this week's episode, I'll be talking about PR or public relations and the marketing conditions that really need to be met in order to ensure that PR will truly work for you. In the last episode, 205, I mentioned in my news roundup, the Rough Cut podcast and how hosts Alan and JB were discussing PR and whether or not, as they say, anyone truly gives a damn. I see a lot of jewelry brands investing in PR before they're even ready to do that. So hopefully this short episode will help someone out there save money or at least invest their money more intentionally and strategically. So I'll be discussing the foundation you need before investing in PR and why. What will PR yield for you and is it worth it? What to do if you decide you're not ready for PR right now. So what is the foundation you need before investing in PR and why? Before you invest in PR or public relations, you wanna make sure that you have truly nailed your target audience, number one, as well as your brand story, and that that story that is perfectly suited to your target audience is consistent across every single touch point, every single way that you're interacting with your target customer. And the reason why it's so important to know your target customer is because you have to understand, like, do they even care about celebrity placements and magazine articles? Do they even read magazines? Are they influenced by the red carpet? If not, even though this is like the traditional way of doing things in the jewelry industry, you need to be very honest and kind of brutal with yourself about that. That, yeah, even though that's like the way of doing things, even though that is like the sign of prestige, is it going to actually yield you respect with your customers or even visibility with your customers? So you have to be like, brutally honest with yourself about that. Before you invest in PR, you also wanna make sure that you have beautiful visuals 
And as I mentioned, a solid brand story. So the whole brand package, really, do you have clear, just like representative photography of your products, really nice model images? Do you also have a digital footprint? So like an e-commerce website that's user-friendly, easy to use, makes sense, has a great navigation, is optimized with all the content and the full user experience that your target customer would want. If you don't have that stuff in place, you have to go back to that foundation. You also need to make sure that you have some kind of like sales funnel in place. I know that sounds fancy and I don't know, nebulous, but what I mean by sales funnel is, for example, let's say that someone discovers your brand through a PR placement. Let's pretend it's a magazine. And then that person sees your jewelry and goes to your website. How are you going to get that prospective customer to come back again and again? Or is it going to be like a see once and forget about it type of thing? So the funnel needs to be a system that you have in place to like actually capture the people who do show that initial interest so that you don't lose them forever because <laughs> it's just... There's so many distractions in the world. It's so easy to like something for a moment and then never think about it again. That's just the nature of the world that we live in. So you need a system in place to kind of follow those people through to purchase. You can achieve that through really compelling social media marketing, as well as giving them a reason to sign up for your email campaigns and then emailing them regularly to keep their interest peaked. Do you also have a system in place to share the PR and make that worthwhile? Are you sharing the placements across social media on your website and in your email campaigns? Do you have a multi-pronged customer acquisition strategy or is PR kind of like your Hail Mary pass, your primary method that you're hoping to acquire new customers? Many reputable PR agencies won't even work with you unless you have all of these things in place. So if you want to work with someone who is high caliber, who is experienced so that they know they can work their magic for you, you need to have these things kind of prepared to even get to that person who will be able to help your brand. So what will PR yield for your brand and is it worth the investment? So PR can definitely potentially help you get placements in magazines, on influencers, social media feeds, on red carpets, on celebrities. And the reason why PR is so seductive and fancy is that it offers something tangible. You can see the embodiment of PR and usually pretty quickly if you're working with a reputable PR team. Unfortunately, what I do with marketing is not so sexy. And I wish it was. It's not so tangible because often the results and the systems and the processes that I help my clients with, they're subtle. They're often an effort for the long term. They're incremental improvements and a lot of testing. And they are investment in the business overall over the long game. So it's not like I can just in one month pull out of a hat like a page from a, a placement in a magazine. So it's sometimes not as tangible. And I think that's why people 
gravitate toward PR so much because it is like a quick hit of dopamine when something results from it. But here's the thing about PR, if you're looking at it realistically, it's next to impossible to directly attribute sales from that sexy quick hit that you get. And you have no idea how it will impact your revenue. Marketing in many ways, not to compare the two, but most things in marketing can have attribution. You can determine sales or leads or engagement or whatever your goal is that results directly from marketing. But with PR, it's really hard to measure the impact from that, except for that like product or result that you get, which in many ways can feel like a vanity hit, if that makes sense. PR could definitely potentially potentially help you open doors and introduce you to some people that can benefit your business. But you have to ask yourself if all of these things I mentioned, the introductions, the like tangible result, are they worth the monetary investment for you? And that's something you have to decide for yourself in your brand without knowing how that's going to result in revenue. Like literally you have no clue. It's a little bit of a gamble in that way. So what do you do if you decide that you're not ready for PR? Because I think a lot of brands aren't. There's a lot you can do to prepare yourself for a world where PR can work for you. Go back to the drawing board on your brand story. There are always improvements you could be making. Trust me on that one. Continue testing your product market fit, honing in on your product offering, streamlining your production, getting more efficient and smart and strategic as a business owner. There's a ton you can do. In the meantime, you can also even do some DIY PR, especially if you service a local market. You can reach out to small targeted publications that cover your immediate geographic area. Connect with your customers directly on your social media channels. Be as personable and personalized as possible and leverage user-generated content. So maybe you can't get your jewelry on Scarlett Johansson, but you can get it on your valued, enthusiastic customer, Sally, who wants to take pictures and videos and share her enthusiasm about your jewelry. In many ways, that can be more impactful than a disinterested celebrity placement. What do you think about my perspective on PR, when it could be right for you? What can you get from it? What you should do if you're not ready? I would love to know your thoughts. So leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. And you can always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. Thanks for listening or watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com, where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.